Before we get into today's chat, we'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which we record this podcast today, the peoples of the Kulin Nation. As always, we pay our respects to their elders past and present. Welcome to Talking in Common, a podcast of all things lifestyle, family, relationships, well-being, kids and culture. This is not a how-to, but an insight into the lives of ourselves and others and how we all manage to get by. Hosted by myself, Kate Gadinsky, and my co-host, Sophie Panton. Take a listen and let's find out what we all have in common. A big thank you to today's episode sponsor, our friends at Swiss Wellness, making people around the world healthier and happier. Great way to start off. (laughs) My baby crashing in the background. That's the reality. Welcome back. I think when we finished um, season three, Ren was still pretty happy just kind of cuddling in your arms and feeding or you kind of just place him on the floor. But now he is very much up and about. I know. Not walking, obviously, but climbing. Close enough to it. My God, he's so different to Honey, my first child you know his physical development is so much more advanced than what honey's was he was crawling like you know late sort of five months which yeah. I was just like oh my god stop I can't I can't deal it's too hard chasing him all the time sounds like things are smashing and crashing at you over at your house today yeah they are I've like strategically placed all these little toys around him to keep him entertained while we Anyway, record this, but hi, Dad. It's great to be back. This season four. We're like old hands at this now. Are we? <laughs> Something tells me when we set up our recording equipment this morning. Oh, my God. It feels no. very new. Nah, Why just are we kidding. such tech rookies still? Remember like the first episode though? Oh, my God. Talking about rookies. Well, rookies back then. Yeah, I feel like if we listened back to them now. Oh, don't. I'd cringe. <laughs> I think we like cringe, but we've made it. To be completely honest, we both were feeling a little overwhelmed, maybe is a good word to put it, Mm, stressed. It's a a nice way to put it. Um, And we weren't really sure how we were going to get back on the podcast wagon for this season because Mm. we just logistically weren't kind of Mm. aligning maybe just with everything that's going on in our lives. But Mm -mm. we both came to the conclusion that we love it too much. Yeah. We love each other too much. Yeah. And we're back. And we kind of had like all these ideas brewing and all these things, Mm. you know, kind of happening in the background. And it just didn't feel quite right to just pause at this point. But I think that's probably what we've got in common, to be fair. Like we don't really have that much spare time to be doing this, but we do love it. We are committed And, you know, for a bit of context, I suppose the reason why we don't have time is like I'm at home a lot. I've got Ren with me 24-7 now. You're pregnant. You're growing a baby. You're like not far off having this baby. (laughs) Literally going to have this baby soon. Of course, you've got your other two kids to juggle at the same time. The Um, million activities. and So, you know, with our home family life, we've both got a lot going on and I think we've learned that it's really difficult to juggle kids and work at the same time particularly live recording. (laughs) 
Ren's gone awfully quiet. Is he right there? He's actually just sitting there like staring at me like, who are you talking to? I was actually kind of thinking when we were getting ready to record and you were like, oh, I don't know how he's going to go for like Mm. potentially 30 or 40 minutes. Mm. I was actually thinking maybe he'll just like look at you in admiration, like look at my amazing mummy over there. I didn't want to jinx it. But yeah. well, he's doing that right now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Bubby. Hello. Happiest little baby, Mr. Wren. Isn't he smiliest little Bubby? Joy of my life right now, the little man. I suppose we should give a bit of an update of, you know, what we've been up to and where, where we're at because it has been a minute since our last episode towards the end of last year. Yeah. So how are you, babe? What have you got to report? Tell us about your pregnancy so far. Well, I can't believe I'm kind of like I'm well into that third trimester now. So it kind of feels like it's gone really fast, but at the same time parts of it have felt like they've gone slow. I think third time around I've found has been a lot more testing on me physically, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Obviously overall I'm well and nothing really to report, but just on my body, like physically I've been uncomfortable a lot earlier. I definitely popped a lot quicker. Mm. just the exhaustion as well and I think you know that's a combination of the pregnancy but also having two kids who are yes a bit older but they've got lives and commitments and things of their own that I've kind of got to keep up with keep up with so I think just yeah the combination that second pregnancy you know thing that everyone talks about where you get the glow or not even the glow just that little burst of energy you know there's generally that kind of I think they say it's usually around like maybe 24 to 28 weeks is usually Mm. Or 20 to 24. trimester? Yeah, it's usually meant to be this like. this is your third pregnancy, you yes, realise. I know. <laughs> what did I say? Yeah, no, second you, you, trimester. You second pregnancy. Sorry, second trimester <laughs> yeah. where you kind of get a little bit more energy, energy and it's usually yeah. like meant to be the cruisiest kind of time of pregnancy. Mm, mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you like that did not come this time. Yeah, right, yeah. I didn't get that either with Ren actually. I was still really tired through oh, the whole second whole trimester. Time. And I was just like, where's my second trimester buzz? Like. Mm, yeah and I've got like a bit of insomnia too so I'm so exhausted but then that I get to sleep okay and then I wake up but not complaining just sharing what's been happening I am I'm excited but it's definitely been a bit harder (laughs) and just my lack of motivation with things that you know Mm. usually I find quite easy and I suppose with my kind of OCD nature yeah third time pregnancies yeah don't um, be offended when I say this but you have lost your marbles a little bit which is so uncharacteristic of you like you're like very organized very on the ball like don't forget no, things very forgetful at the moment and you've been doing some funny things lately well very for, out of your character oh what did I do the other day oh, I ordered like the same online order like twice so I ordered <laughs> <laughs> That's literally the same thing like thing twice Anyway, they arrived like two days apart. I was like, well, this is great. I've got two. <laughs> anyway, so done that. Left your handbag at that site oh, left, the other day. Yep, like, left my oh, handbag yep, at this, this handbag studio visit we went to. Oh, and also I have a habit of like see my drink bottle. So it started with mine and then it happened with both the kids and then my husband's yesterday. I fill it yeah. up and I turn the tap on and I walk off and the entire kitchen bench and the floor is covered in water. Oh, you leave the tap going. So I think it's three, no, four times I've done it now. Oh, my god! Like. Like it's what just, I don't have no idea. I've really lost it and I'm very mm. forgetful. And I know we've spoken about before that your brain does change. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you, it's rewiring you, itself. It's rewiring. to protection. Apparently you, know, you become even more zone. intelligent every time. So mm. I'm going to be oh. a bloody genius after this baby's born. Yeah. No, but the forgetfulness is 
mm. is a real thing for me at the mm. moment. It's quite annoying, isn't it? It oh. makes you feel a bit stupid. Remember well, when I left my phone in the fridge? Yeah. I couldn't find it for like a day. I was just like, what? What do you mean what? you've lost your phone and then you mm. find it in the fridge? Mm. I also have and left you're just my... just kind of a bit like, Ugh, like you idiot. But, you know, you've got to be kind because your body and your brain is doing so much to create the baby. Do you know what I read the other day actually, and I could get this a bit wrong, but they did some study and they like tested people's, I think, resting heart rate or mm-hmm. something heart rate of when they like run marathons and things mm-hmm. like the Tour de France and a few other things. So I think the highest like a human gets to, I feel like it was about 2.5. I could be totally wrong with mm. the numbers. Mm. When you're pregnant, every day yours gets to like 2.2. Wow. So essentially like you're running a marathon every day. Yes. Wow. You're resting heart rate or you're, I don't know, I'm going to sound like really ditzy. and We can confirm in the show. We can notes. confirm. Don't worry. <laughs> like it's, anyway, look it up. Anyone that's pregnant, you're going to look at it and be like, oh, my God, like no yeah. wonder I am yeah. tired. But, yeah, I mean basically your body is <sighs> acting like a pro athlete Mm. (laughs) in what it's doing to create the child. Yeah, it's wild. I just can't believe how many marathons I've run. Yeah. The good thing is that you've always got an excuse to like your partner or, Mm. you know, maybe if you've let a few things sleep, you're like, I am creating our freaking child. Yeah. Do you know what my body's done today? You know, there's (laughs) like you done today. Lean and liver and heart inside of me. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and a brain like yeah yeah it's pretty yeah. wild actually even yeah even this time around it's just still feels as mind-blowing and as and as exciting mm. but I'm definitely not as organized because we got rid of everything because as I think yeah, we've also spoken about on the podcast we were always just like two kids that's it we're done and then a year ago I was like uh, I think I would really like to have another baby yeah you literally gave everything away everything now everyone's like do you want everything back we've all used it <laughs> Between our 10 children, do you want it back? You're like, ah, uh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, I need to, you know, start to get a bit organised. So that's yeah. a bit unlike my nature too because I'm usually mm. like. Mm. And anyway. just talk to me a little bit about the age gap because I know you've been feeling a bit like, oh, mm. I don't know what it's going to be like. And Well, I do have quite big gaps because I had Nina, my eldest, when I was quite young. Mm. Not that that matters. I'm not trying to like Sam Young or anything, but yeah, whatever. You always say that. <laughs> I'm, young. I'm such a Sorry, young. Sorry, so I had Nate. Yeah, but I, so I've got a seven year old, and then my younger daughter Lulu is four. Yeah, so there'll be quite a big gap between them. But I think I'm starting to feel as I think it'll be really, really great. I had the first two pretty close together. It was about two mm. and a bit years or two and a half years. That was a good gap. I think with every age, there's going to be like pros and cons and challenges and Mm. but I do know that the girls are really excited and they'll be super helpful although my little one wasn't I don't think that excited at the start she did have a few tears but now she's like kissing the baby every day and rubbing my tummy and talking about my baby brother yeah and mummy can we we get it out yeah and she goes my baby brother or she said our baby brother or something something adorable so you know I can't wait to see what they'll be like and I think you've mentioned to me before because obviously you've got five older siblings so your oldest there's quite a big gap between Mm. you two and you said how much you really love that Mm. you know being able to go to them for advice and Mm. just a different it's a different dynamic so Yeah, I don't think there's any negatives to it. There's just differences and I think it'll be great. And I think in the early stages, Nina's going to be an amazing help. Like honestly, I think she will. Like Mm. She's very nurturing anyway. So so nurturing and so kind and caring Mm. and like 
so sweet. And he- and she's really helpful. Like she loves yeah. helping you and, you know, she loves to do the right thing. So I think she'll be amazing. She'll just be like the baby's other little mini mummy. <laughs> mini mummy. Oh. But anyway, enough about me and my pregnancy. How are you? How are you going with the two? Because we did speak about that last year briefly, but you were so... In the trenches. In the trenches in like the first few weeks. So, Mm. yeah, I'm sure now it's quite different. It might Mm. not be. Well, yeah, it is. I mean, Ren's not far off being one. Wild. So, yeah, you know, I've adjusted to the life with the two of them now, but... There was a lot going on with Ren in the early few months. Like he was just such a different baby to Honey. He was much more difficult to feed and he didn't sleep as well and we got sick a lot. We just had one thing after another. took me a lot longer to recover Mm. after the birth this time around. You had a rough, bit of a rough patch at the start. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. We started off, yeah, we started off on a little bit on the back foot again because of like sicknesses and things that Honey was bringing home from childcare. <laughs> Seeing the pots and pans, babe. Yeah, sorry, he's just playing with his high chair. Just let me move the strap out of the way. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, so it was be- it was really challenging. But the biggest challenge, I must say, was the sleep deprivation for mm. me this time around. Ren basically didn't sleep like a longer block than sort of three hours for six or seven months and it nearly broke me and I mean as you know as my friend I was so determined not to have to sleep train him or you know Mm. I was too sort of stubborn and proud to reach out for help Mm. and I just kept thinking it'll get better it'll change it'll change it'll change and it just didn't and it's just so exhausting and really mentally challenging when you're not sleeping well and Mm. I I just yeah I found it really rough I finally gave in I got some support I did some settling with him and he slept through the night like the second day of doing it and I just thought like why the fuck didn't I do this earlier yeah my god what and must have felt like such a just relief or you know to go oh my god like yeah, he, he can do this. He can sleep. But the crazy thing was, like, because he's my second baby, you're kind of like, oh, I know, I know what I should do here. I, yeah. I feel like this is what's going to happen next, or it might be this, it might be that. And like, he could self settle because whenever I would put him down to bed, he would just happily settle himself mm. without any crying. He's a little thumb sucker. It's the cutest thing ever. So ever. Cute. And oh it's the God. best. And it's actually the best thing when they're a baby because they can soothe themselves by sucking their thumb. He never took a dummy. He was like not so disinterested Just in literally taking a dummy. The dummy. Literally. He would like <laughs> gag when I try and give it to him. <laughs> Honey was a bit the same. She was never both my babies were not that interested in a dummy. So anyway, I knew he was capable of settling, but when he would wake up through the night, I was just so tired, Mm. you know, it was just my immediate reaction just to feed him. So we just got in this habit of feeding him every sort of two to three hours all through the night and day. Yeah. And yeah, it just broke me. But yeah, so he took to the settling in the cot really quickly. Mm. And I did sort of, you know, do a bit of research. I've tried to find someone that had some more gentle techniques, a bit, you know, more gentle advice and techniques and it was actually not such a big deal at all. It was mm. kind of this technique where he, you'd let him cry for one minute and then settle in for 30 seconds, one minute, 30 seconds. And I was like, you know, sometimes if I'm in the shower and he's crying or if we're in the car and he's crying, you've got to leave them to cry for longer than that. Yeah. So it didn't feel mean, didn't feel harsh yeah. and mean or like, and like I was neglecting him. He knew I was there. 
you know, I felt comfortable. Anyway, worked a treat. And I think you probably got onto it at a good time before he kind of imagine doing it like now or even when he's a little bit older, like yeah. when they're really defiant. Yeah. And you've got well, like a toddler. The thing is though, like you do it and it works, but it doesn't necessarily just last forever. It's not That's like you true. Do it you once might be it. doing it again. So here we are. So yeah, adjusting to having the two I don't know if I have like a huge comment on whether it's harder with one or harder with two. Everyone's experience is a bit different. You know, I talk to all different people about how they felt and I I don't feel like it's harder. I just feel like it's busier. It's the adjustment period, I think. Yeah. Like when you've got one, you get a break because you can get your partner or someone else to look after the baby and then you're like, it's done. Whereas now if I'm looking after one child, Aiden's looking after the other child, you kind of don't get a break. Yeah. It's just busier. Mm. Um, but, you know, I had a really big life and lifestyle shock once I had my first baby, which I wasn't expecting. I thought she'd just sort of slip into my life and it would just be us with a baby, but it was very different to that. So I feel like I had my shock factor and now I'm just into, you know, full-blown busy baby and toddler mode. Okay, time for a quick breather. (sighs) We just want to acknowledge the support of our friends at Swiss Wellness for helping us bring this episode to you. Swiss Wellness, making people around the world healthier and happier. Now let's get back to the episode. I started writing notes in my phone because much like you, I have baby brain too a lot of the time. And I forget things. Like I can't even remember like what he was doing when he was one month, two months, things like that. Yeah. I'll read some of the notes that I wrote down. It's quite funny. I've written Life with Ren. I wrote them for the purpose of me like remembering them but also for things to remember to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> the first thing I've written is people are nicer to you when you have a baby with you. So People stop and talk true. to you. And, yeah. and that look that you and another mum will give each other, like if you're pushing a pram or you've got the baby in the carrier or you're struggling with like a toddler throwing a tantrum mm. or like people open doors or just, yeah, it's like mm. it's bizarre, isn't it? Yeah, it's so nice. I yeah. actually love it. Like, you know, living in a city, everyone's kind of like so closed off and in their own world, either mm. with earphones in or talking on the phone or looking at their phone. Like people don't really acknowledge each other in the street and, you know, there's not a lot of human connection when you're just mm. out and about. And um, it's so nice, like, to actually just have strangers come up to you and have a conversation with them. Like, I don't know, that I just find that connection really lovely. And um, I know that that point has got us talking a lot about, like, connection and community and, and all that yeah. sort of stuff, which, you know, a lot of those words are kind of, like, thrown around a lot. But, like, what does that really mean And so that's sort of one of the things that we really want to explore in this season. Yeah. What does community look like? What does it feel like? What does it really mean? How does it feel for us as individuals and also us as a collective? You know, all of those sorts of things. So I'm quite excited to explore that. So much to delve into and explore within that topic of Mm. community and connection. And and I think also because a lot of what we do speak about on the podcast, well, pretty much 90% eight percent of it Mm. is about motherhood or parenthood or you Mm -hmm. know kids all that stuff having connection when you're going through that with other people is like 
vital and crucial. Mm-hmm. A lot of mm-hmm. people don't have that and I know a lot of people really, really struggle. You can still struggle mm. with it but I think when you know you have like a group of people around mm. you kind of relating to what you're going through or even if they're not just being there to listen and to support you through it, like it makes a huge difference mm. to how you can, I think, your whole mental well-being, just everything. Yeah, yeah, know? exactly. Another note that I wrote was never admire people quietly. Let them know how you feel. I like that. It's such a nice feeling when someone acknowledges you and compliments you. Yeah, I was sitting there breastfeeding, you know, at a cafe or somewhere one day and um, this other lady was sitting there breastfeeding too and she gave me a really lovely compliment like, you know, you're doing such a great job and how, how old's your baby? And she was like, you just look so natural and beautiful doing that and like, like I hope you're enjoying it and all this sort of stuff. And I was like, it honestly made my day. I was like, oh, that was so such nice. a lovely thing and it really made me – want to put more into practice because I, I like I often look at people and think whatever a nice mm. thing about them and you just kind of get a bit shy to say anything I know it's funny isn't it and it literally made my day and I was like I'm gonna do that more if that little comment made me feel like that imagine what you can do just by sort of reciprocating that to someone else actually what she said is so true because I'm not just trying to compliment you now because you've just said oh, that please go ahead I won't stop you but you do look so relaxed and in your element and it looks so natural whenever you feed Ren and it was the same I found with honey like you are you're just like it's not it just seems like natural that's exactly what it is I don't need to complain it it seems natural Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't find breastfeeding naturally you know it's just they can't get comfortable they can't do this it's a bit they Mm. can't focus and do anything else but you're like breastfeeding and chatting and drinking coffee and doing all your and like I really love it though I think that's why I think that's why because I really love it and not everyone loves it not everyone can do it thank you darling it is actually such a huge can you give us a demo in a minute babe because I've I've done enough breastfeeding on the on the podcast you know (laughs) if anyone watches us on YouTube you'll see but I'm sure I will again don't worry (laughs) won't shy my nipples away Yeah, I just love it. I really feel the oxytocin rush every time I breastfeed. So I kind of get addicted to it. I love it. I get this warm, fuzzy feeling and I feel so in love with him and so connected and and I'm so lucky and so grateful that I do get that experience with it because not every woman does. Not all women, but I think most women desire to breastfeed or at least experience it or try it. Mm. So I I do really understand how lucky I am because it just doesn't work for some people Mm. the way it does work for me. So I'm very grateful about that. Anyway, moving on from the boobs and the breastfeeding, we've got some like quite different things this season and some really freaking exciting stuff. We are really excited. I think when I mentioned before that we were kind of contemplating how to get back into this season some of what we're about to share was a project that we have been working on for a little while which has evolved evolved yes it has evolved and that was something that we were always going to do but you know we were just trying to figure out timing and here we are it's aligned we're here we will be working with our beautiful friends at Swiss again should mention that yes absolutely they're helping us bring it to life basically Uh, basically we came up with this idea to create more visual video content if you guys have been tuning in and following along with us for quite some time you will know that we have all of our podcast episodes translated into Auslan and we just want to create more contact uh, content (laughs) that is you know just as accessible to as many people as possible hence why we 
do the Auslan translations because it allows a community to tap into what we're sharing and what we're doing. So, yeah, we came up with this idea about creating a little video series. We pitched it to our dear friends at Swiss. They loved it. They had some amazing input. We worked together on, you know, the types of topics that we want to explore. We put it out to you guys, to our community for feedback and we love having that direct community feedback because we always strive to deliver the desires of you guys just as much much of what we want to learn. So that's what we're doing. We're creating these awesome little videos with a bit of an umbrella topic of mental health, given all your feedback. And we've got some really interesting guests that we're going to be talking to that I'm really excited about. Maybe we can share more in the coming episodes and we'll share more on our Instagram page and stuff like that. So stay tuned with all of that. What else exciting stuff have we got up? I suppose we could talk about a few of the different topics that we want to explore this season. Well, I think as you mentioned before, there will be, you know, quite a big kind of focus on, I guess, community and connection, Mm. which we'll also explore throughout that mini video series that we're doing with Swiss. All of those videos, we should say, will also be podcast episodes as well. So Mm. you will, while the videos might be a shorter version, you will get like the full audio version which will of course as always be translated but with that obviously we'll be exploring more mental health and mental well-being but kind of I guess social well-being physical well-being and then yeah a lot about community and inclusion and connection so there is a lot to explore and a lot of conversations that we can't wait to have some of them we already have had and yeah, there's just lots to share and we hope you guys kind of get a lot out of these chats because that's kind of the aim really. And then another thing that we've been talking about and noticing and we'll talk to a lot of our guests throughout the podcast season is like uh, women who have reinvented their career mm. after having children. Creative um, rebirth. Yeah, because um, it's such a thing, you know, it's like such a life-changing transformative stage and so many people that we've connected with over the last few years that we've been doing this you know a large percentage of them have redirected or completely reinvented or been inspired to change their career path after having kids so I think that's like a really interesting thing to learn about people and how they've navigated their way through that, like why they changed their path and got some really inspiring women to talk to about that. In fact, our next guest has got a great story and she did exactly that. So stay tuned for that one. That would be a great one. But I was just thinking before a couple of others that that we're speaking to later in the season are in the same boat. And I mean, us even doing this. I know. Is exactly that, you know. We had all these ideas like we're going to do something, what should we do? Then we both had babies and, of course, you know, then COVID hit. So we were like, let's do a podcast and talk about our babies. <laughs> never something that you and I would have done together. <laughs> I don't think so. Like, yeah. We and here like, we are four seasons later. Yeah. So lots of awesome topics and we hope you guys really enjoy it. You know, come along for the ride this season. And, yeah, I think that's it for now. We don't really need to give too much. Mm. You know, we're back, baby. Woohoo! And um, your little angel baby has been a complete and utter angel for yeah. this whole episode. He's done well, hasn't he? <laughs> 
He's done well. I think we should invite him along to the recordings more often. Oh, he's here he actually every is time. always there. Yeah, what am I talking about? When has he not been there since he's been born? <laughs> well, we'll have a little mate soon. Exactly. So we'll have we'll have an extra little talking in common mascot joining us. Mm, so cute. Can't wait. Just need to get my Your head best. around. Uh, Birth, babe. Birth, babe. Yep. I just copied you. Jinx. As my girls would say, jinx. (laughs) All right. All right, everyone. We'll be back in your ears in a couple of weeks with our next episode and we are so thrilled to be back. Love you all. Love you, Kate. Love you, Soph. Bye, Bye, guys. That's it for today. Make sure you head to incommonprojects.com.au for the show notes Hit subscribe on your podcast app and follow us on Instagram at Talking In Common or you can check out our Facebook page which is also Talking In Common. Have a lovely day and as always, thanks for listening.